welcome to another episode of Scare Introducing, the horror movie podcast that doesn't have a tagline, so I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm Callum McNabb. I'm Gisela Martinez. And we are back, I always say that, with a new episode, an episode on a pretty big movie? Um, It is a big franchise. A well-known mm. franchise? Well, yes. None uh, of my friends like horror movies, and I've had about three or four of them have watched this movie, which I thought was strange. But I think that may but be also because of the Netflix. Netflix. Of it's all. on Netflix, that's yeah, why. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, as you can imagine by the title, it is, of course, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the 2022 version. No, the at the start, which... Dropped on Netflix oh, last Friday and is barely an hour and a half long. In fact, it's not even close to an hour and a half. It's barely an hour and 20 minutes long. And is the ninth movie in the Texas Chainsaw Oof. Massacre franchise. It is following in the vein of films like Halloween and Candyman and uh, trying what other legacy sequels are. Well, there's obviously The Force Awakens in Star Wars. But yes, the idea that this is technically a sequel, but you don't need to have seen the original. No, you need to watch the the whole bunch of movies. You need to watch the original. Yes, they've scrapped the canon. So this is a direct sequel to the first film from 1974. Mm. And none of the others matter they do not exist in this world anymore and that's good because you did watch the whole franchise so i wasn't going to oh you didn't finish them no i was you're right i watched all of them oh, okay but i wasn't going to okay i was only going to watch the first one and then the new one uh, because i was like they don't matter let's just see how it works but then i thought back to how halloween, halloween had done yeah. the same thing and and you we enjoyed a all few of the them. Halloween ones, and even the sort of rubbishy ones. I was like, I find them kind of enjoyable. And then, as I said, there's some gems. I think so. Halloween three that you hate, for example. <laughs> oh my god, I hate that. I love Halloween three, and Rob Zombie's Halloween two, which a lot of people hate. That's my second favorite in the franchise. Like it's the one where I'm like dying for you to watch it. Like it's so good. So I thought. Fuck it, why not watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise, regardless of whether or not they're getting rid of them. Let's see what they have in in store in films 2, 3, 4, all the way up to, what would it be, 8? The ones that they're ignoring. Let's see what exists. And having done that... You just waste your time. I think so, because I hated this (laughs) franchise. Yeah. Thank God. I, think, I only watched the first one and yeah. the new one. So that I'm happy with that. I'm happy with what I got. Yeah. Because you were like, ugh, ugh, and this one. And I was like, oh my God. Look, the first one is okay. It's I, I really liked it. And for what it is, it's like, okay, I can see why it can be considered kind of like a classic or whatever. I can see a lot of... um parodies or like reference doing about that movie Mm -hmm. music video (laughs) Uh, movie and then with the second one I was like okay I I know 
When you say the second one, you mean the new one. The new one. Okay, the new one. I'm like, okay, I I like this. I know, like, what inspire what they want to get from the original and how they want to adapt it to the more modern times. But I'm happy. Like, I'm happy with those two together. Like, I don't... Like, you watch the other ones. I don't yeah. know if that ruins the whole thing or I don't... add more. To me, it's just enough. Right. What I got. Interesting, because I, do, I don't really know what your point is in terms of I don't see them having taken anything from the original movie in this new movie. It To me, it doesn't look anything like it. Okay. It doesn't feel like it. It. I'm watching it going, this is a knockoff of David Gordon Green's Halloween. Like, that's what it wants to be. It's a grimier, cheaper, gorier, quicker version, but it is David Gordon Green's Halloween from do you, 2018. Do you know what, what kind of vibes I got from that movie? Like, House, House of Wax. How the new one. Movie? The, you're talking about the new movie? Yeah, yeah, the Netflix Yeah, one. you're talking about the Paris Hilton yeah, House of Wax. It yeah, it kind of gave it, yeah. me that vibe. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, like, it, I think House of Wax is the same, like an empty town and people go, yeah. young people go and then they get trapped. Well, anyway, I'll talk more about that when we get into the movie, but yeah, you watch them all. I only watch two and... So yeah, yeah. As I said, as I said, I hated this franchise. It's um, it's undoubtedly got its fans. Uh, as I say, it's what nine movies now. So obviously, people enjoy it. It's just not for me. It's not my thing. I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre one undoubtedly a horror masterpiece, mm-hmm. and a film that I honestly think basically cannot be replicated. The idea of that spawning a franchise is baffling to me. So we have some people who listen to this podcast who are not fans of horror movies. Hello, friends. <laughs> hey, you know who you are. So they probably won't have seen the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I highly doubt it. So to try and set up the Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 1974, I think... Without it being very gory, because again, very famously, Toby Hooper, the director, wanted it to get a PG rating, which is insane that it would be PG, which mm. is this, which is what Toy Story is. <laughs> but his argument is like, there's no blood, like yeah. there's no gore. And that's true. It's all sort of, you know, off screen and any, any violence that happens on screen isn't, it's blood free, essentially. Regardless of that. I think it is as close to a snuff film as I've ever... When I say I've ever seen, I've never seen a snuff film. What's a snuff film? A snuff film is like this mythical thing, um, which they probably do exist, but it's the idea of like a real murder. Oh, film. Like, yes, they exist. We know that there have been killers who have videoed themselves killing people. Mm -hmm. That exists. But a snuff film is like the idea of like... That being packaged and marketed and sold. Like you could go to, not necessarily shops, but you could buy it. It was available for sale. Oh, that's creepy. But I don't think there's ever been a recorded case of that happening. I'd say it's probably easier now thanks to the dark web, but I don't know. But uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, despite the fact it's a movie that has 
a score. It has music. Mm-hmm. It isn't filmed, you know, like, I mean, when I say it's not pretending to be real, it does say it's based on true events, which is Ed like, Gein. it's Ed Gein, but, it, you know, he didn't have a chainsaw and it wasn't a massacre and it wasn't in Texas, whatever. But it, just something about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I think, feels incredibly real, like watching it. Like, it feels like Sally, at the, the end of that movie, is in a real situation. Mm-hmm. It feels grimy and gross. Like, you can smell it. You can taste it. It's even even your throat hurts. Yes. It's like hearing her and look at her. It's just like... The last I'm 20 minutes. I'm exhausted of running. The last <laughs> 20 to 30 minutes of it are just screaming. Just pure yeah. screaming. There is no dialogue. She's not begging for, you know, her captors to let her go. She's not coming up with killer offhand cool lines, you know, when she knocks one of them down or whatever. She's just terrified. She's seen her friends murdered. She's covered in their blood. They're eating them. All this sort of stuff. And she is fucking going nuts. Yep. And the movie is just so loud and crazy and wild. The closest thing I can think of personally, I think the closest thing is The Blair Witch Project from 1999. As in... It presents itself as a real story, which yeah. the Texas Chainsaw Massacre doesn't quite. It's like based on a real story, mm-hmm. but it feels real in the same way that I think the Blair Witch Project feels manages to feel real. Yeah. So for anyone who hasn't seen the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that's why it's a like a horror masterpiece. There is nothing like it. It's not like any other slasher movie yeah. where you know the teens do this it's actually like watching a woman being kidnapped and tortured like it's insane i think it's it's insane yeah so the fact that that birthed the franchise is baffling but what i would say is i think it only gets a sequel because of other franchises so okay texas chainsaw massacre comes before halloween before Friday the 13th and before Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. Michael Myers, Jason and Freddy Krueger. Before hole. all these. Yeah. By the time Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 comes out, Halloween has released three films. Oh Friday the 13th has released six and Nightmare on Elm Street has released two. So Leatherface gets to the screen first, but Leatherface 2 is last. Oh. Okay. What else is interesting, I think, about the franchise, before we get to the new one, is I find it very funny that Leatherface is even included in this discussion. In fact, it's kind of funny that Jason is as well, because Jason isn't the killer in the first Friday the 13th, but Leatherface is this big, scary killer guy, but one, he's part of a family unit. He is following orders from his... Is it his uncle? Dad, is it his father? Yeah. Something. But he Leatherface isn't the one in control. He's following orders. He's doing what he's told. And in fact, he has learning difficulties, um, which is some a polite kind of way to say it. He has some sort of disability. It's unexplained, but it's not like Leatherface is just running amok, doing what he wants. He The kids come into his house. He's scared. He attacks them. Well, he's not scared. He is scared. He goes He goes up to the window terrified after he kills... Leatherface basically doesn't understand what's happening. 
That's the gimmick. But, yeah. But what I'm saying is, in the second movie, which is directed by Toby Hooper as well, the, the same Netflix. director. No, the original oh, second one. Okay. It's a comedy. Like, it's a wild, batshit, insane, perverted comedy. Like, okay. taking the piss out of all this stuff. So it's funny to me that we now treat Leatherface and the, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre as this big, important, horrific thing. Because probably people only base down the first film. But what I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. We're, but he's deconstructing it and, and ripping it apart. In the second movie. The I very know, second movie. And yet we've got seven movies more which is like, be scared of Leatherface. Well, maybe and they were straight to DVD, right? The second one wasn't, no. The second no, one was Dennis Hopper in. The other ones. No. Okay. No, but anyway, no. we're not here to talk about that. We're to- we're talking about I the think Netflix it's interesting. I think it's interesting. That 2022. Woo! So Harlow is a ghost town. We have a vision for this place. All it needs is young blood. I don't want to live here. This is a chance for people to start fresh somewhere. Somewhere safe. Hey guys, you should see this. Um, and I'm, all I'm gonna say is I did like it. I did enjoy it. Um, Callum obviously is super picky. It's not about being picky. I don't think it's about being picky. Yes, it's like a good. So, Sun, for example, Sunday people will, I've seen people on Twitter. I've seen people on Twitter saying, "What did you expect? It's called Texas Chainsaw Massacre." And my response is, "This movie is nothing like the first one. Nothing like it." And as I said, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is nothing like the first one. Like the idea that oh, it's in the title so they're all the same. That's just that's just such a dismissive argument, I think. It's sort of like the idea like all slashes are the same. No, they're not. Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, I've mentioned it already once. It's nothing like oh, Halloween. God. Halloween is nothing like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Do you want to do a monologue about why, about, I don't know, everything about this franchise? All I'm, say- all I'm saying is... Like, seriously, it's been like 20 minutes, you're only ranting about all this. Good. Don't even talk about the movie that I'm here for. Because I'm I haven't seen the franchise, so I'm just here, like, wondering when this is going to stop. So I'm just setting up the idea. You already that... set it up. Okay. Next time I'm only gonna give you five minutes to set it up, and that's you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Someone's on a time schedule. Well, someone clearly wants to speak and be listened. <laughs> yes, I would like to be listened we'll to. We'll go to Reader. 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 I was a Twitter and Reddit Reader. <laughs> okay, fine, 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 fine. So, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022, directed by David Blue Garcia and is produced by Ferry Alvarez and Rodo Saegas, who I believe also, they came up with the story, but they didn't write the screenplay. Oh. And Ferry Alvarez and Rodo Saegas, you will know from, uh, they gave us don't Breathe, which is a masterpiece, and yep. Don't Breathe 2, which is a pile of shite. <laughs> they also gave us, well, certainly Fede Alvarez did, I don't know about Rodo Saegas. What? The Evil Dead from 2014, Evil 2015. Evil Dead, Evil Dead. Which was kind of like this, like a sequel, requel, Evil legacy Dead. sequel, which was like, it's sort of a remake, I think I sort is of that a like sequel. A cabin? 
Yes. Oh, yeah, with the yeah. girl from Suburgatory, yeah. Okay, so they gave us that. So, they're involved in this as well. So, it is picking up, as I said, a few decades later, and it focuses on Leatherface targeting a new batch of teens, essentially. Oh, oh God. Uh, a, good, a new group of gentrifiers, influencers. They come to this little town in Texas, which... As far as the movie's concerned, and I think this is a budget reason, is one street. It's, it's like just a, it's one like a, street. It's it one looks of those like a ghost set. towns in the states, you know, like those little town, like um, the gold rush time, and then yeah. everybody disappeared and they left the house. But like, like the there. cars go round corners, but we never follow them round corners We're because like the set comes to an end. It's just like a block. Yeah, or it's something. one block. Yeah. Um, but they are there. They've bought this town or all these abandoned buildings, and they are inviting. Uh, potential investors, teenage, it looks like teenage investors, like it's yeah, like, like YouTubers. influencers, yeah. YouTubers, to come and, you know, start a restaurant here, start a fucking... Like a world that we want to live in. Exactly, start like, it here. No, no, like, no guns, no raci- yeah. racism, no, like, all this, I don't know, animal stuff, <laughs> vegan. And they Acai come across... Yoga. Uh, they come across an elderly woman who's still in one of the houses and, and it's they like, what say, the fuck are you doing here? Like, yeah. get out. <laughs> and they say, we own this now. And she says, no, you do not. I live here. I have the deeds. And they have a bit of a, an argument and she has a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And is it this woman that you said reminded you of Lillian from Kimmy Schmidt? <laughs> yes. Which is like an old woman shouting at teenagers. She's taken away in a hospital and her boy that she's been looking after goes with her and it doesn't take a genius to figure <laughs> out who this who quote this boy, boy is because yeah. he's not a boy he's a big giant fucking man <laughs> and you never see his face on the way her heart attack worsens and she actually dies on the way to the uh, the hospital yeah causing the boy to go the boy. fucking mental Oh, ghost mental. Oh, no, this... Well, that's probably offensive, given that he's got learned everything. He goes, I was then going to change it to fucking insane, but that's just as bad. He goes... Yeah, because he doesn't speak. I don't know how to describe how crazy. That's not in good taste. Wild, that's in poor uh, taste. How do you describe it without... It? Well, I mean, he's not, he's not got scared. And then start destroying and killing everybody, so... Yeah, so he breaks someone's arm... And stabs him with, with the, the bones. bones. Oh my god. I was like, what? I feel like you looked away. You screamed. No, I did. I did see the image of that and I just like screamed. So immediately it's gorier than the original. So gory. The amount of blood that they, the blood used in this movie. Oh my god. Yeah. Like they were like, fuck it. Put all the money on the blood. We don't care if only we have one street in this town, but we have blood. <laughs> exactly. So um, he obviously kills people in the van and cuts one of their faces off, and that's Leatherface. Yeah, cuts the mom's face. Well, then the, this old woman that died. Uh, that was looking after. Was looking her. after, yes. And then you said when we were watching the movie, you were like, that doesn't make sense. Well, he didn't cut the face of the police. I didn't say it didn't make sense. I just said. To me, that's not the characterization of Leatherface. Well, this woman then, is taking care of him. Leatherface. It's always been about the family unit. That's another uh, thing said, this movie... You said, you said that. Well, what, what I thought, 
Because I only see one movie. I don't know about the family union. They what do you mean? The, the movie but you only saw. One. Yes, and is there a, anyway, there's a father figure, there's a brother yes, figure, Callum, there's a grandpa figure. Callum, Callum, yes, but that's it. it. To me, it's not like, oh, that's so much. It's only one reference that I have. You maybe watch more movies. But to me, when I saw that, I was like, oh, Ed Gein. He was living with the mom. Yeah. Ed Gein caught the mom and okay. started cutting woman part pieces yeah, yeah. of the body and make a suit mm-hmm. and he used to wear it i know so i thought oh that's ed gain i didn't relate it to the first movie right. i just really oh okay this is also based on ed gain so yes. that to me is like okay this is the mother figure that i'm gonna keep with me and i'm gonna take the face because you later in the movie see it putting makeup on, putting the dress on. And I was he like, does that Ed in the first Gein. movie. Though. And I was like, but that's also like Ed Gein. Right. Again, I get that. So it's not like, oh, that's not his character. I was like, it is. It's confused. The guy is, has mental problems, confused, and doesn't know if I love or should I just like keep this mother thing? Should they respect it? Should I avenge or Like, I think there's so many things like you don't know what the person is thinking about. Okay. But none of that comes into play in the first movie, the characterization of Leatherface in the first movie. Mm-hmm. He is part of this family unit, as I say, but he is um, subservient. He he listens to the father. He, yeah, but he, again... He, he doesn't attack him at any again. point. He doesn't... He's not violent. He's not, you know... He, he's violent to outsiders. So anyway, I get what you're saying about the Ed Gein thing. So that's like... Yeah, but the again, Norman Bates of it all, essentially. Yes, but again, it, even if you think, okay, for example, where, why this guy is with this woman? That's what I'm saying. I don't, it doesn't, it, it, doesn't like, relate. it misses, this, every Texas Chainsaw movie has that. And as you say, you only saw one, fine. But the thing about the first one is, Leatherface isn't the big bad. He is one of the big bads. He's part of this family that are doing these things. He's not the only one doing it. Well, in this... And in this movie, he is the only one doing it. Yes. Who is the woman he's been living with? It, it doesn't tell you any of that. It All it knows tell you. is 40 years later, he's no longer with the family. He's with this woman. Is she part of his family? I assume so. And then, but why also, are they in this house? Also, we, what know, happens? we know that she knows he's the leather face that killed yeah. the other people. But if the family knows because that, Because yes. she, she was hiding the weapon. The chainsaw. Yeah, in her bedroom. Yeah. So, so anyway, so he puts the face of the mother. And this, mm-hmm. uh, to be fair, like I really like the scene in the uh, sunflowers, all dead. In the field, and he just kind of like walking around, or like admiring it, or walking or dancing. I don't know. I kind of like that scene. It was quite cool. I felt like so all the all the walks. sunflowers are dead, and kind of like oh, dirty, like oh, like grimy. I have to start another argument with you. What? I don't think this movie feels dirty or grimy. It's bloody and gross, it, but well, compared to the seventy four film. That movie is, as I say, it looks like it's a VHS that somebody pulled from an actual but crime again, scene also of the torture and murder. Of that. But this one feels like a 2022 sprinkling clean. The blood oh, is I, glistening red. Oh, and, no, I really like that scene. I thought it was kind of like, oh, it doesn't okay. feel it, dirty it, it's to me. It's the vibes. Um, but, well, fair enough. So he heads back to town. Yes, they're like, ah. Fuck you guys, I'm going to kill you because you killed my mother. Yeah, and he is going to 
basically have a chainsaw massacre. Okay, yes. And here was the part that I'm, I was like, in all these kind of movies, you always get the bad guy mm-hmm. killing a lot of people without them being aware that someone disappeared or someone's been killed or like, oh, where's everybody? Or right. one girl goes to one room, the yep. other one goes to another and everybody... I was like, and there's like 20, 30 kids here. Yeah, there's a lot. So I'm like, oh my God, this is going to go mental. But okay. no, it doesn't. No, he kills them all at once. You kill it, exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh, come on. Give but us that people love that part. Really? That's the most popular thing in this movie is the bus scene. That's oh, the wow. most popular scene in the movie. I, well, What's a better scene than it? In this movie. What, to be fair, even as someone who didn't really like this movie... That is the best scene. Well, in the movie. no, okay, no, fair enough, but again, probably I'm more like a conservative old school that I want the hunting. Oh, this girl went to explore this little house and fuck kill. Oh, this guy went to see, oh, I'm gonna purchase this other house and uh, he's there. Right. No head. But again, you know, like is kind of that Leatherface that you're describing though? In the first movie, the first person he attacks come into his house. The second person he attacks comes into his house. The girl, Sally, is brought to him. Certainly the second time she's brought to him. Anyway, I just thought it would be more like, oh, we're going to see a lot of different kills all around. Yeah. But he was like, no, I'm just going to kill them all in the bus. On the bus. It's a good scene. It's a very good scene. It's a good scene because first, all the kids is like a recording. And I was like, oh. It's a good scene. I like it. It's fun. It just, to me, doesn't feel like Texas Chainsaw. Well, forget about it. It feels closer it. to, like, Malignant, for well, example. forget it. Forget it. Do just what, like, as a movie. I thought it was entertaining. And I like this. But you're like, Sorry. it doesn't feel like so. Already, fuck it. I no, like no, it. no, 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 no. So you're discounting points. No, I'm not this. discounting points. It's the best scene in the movie. No, but you're, uh, no, I mean the whole movie. Because you keep... Thinking, oh, so it doesn't I, feel right, like that. Okay, okay, okay hold on. Can I, can I explain, ex- like, explain my point? I think if you're going to say this is the proper sequel to the original, everything else we're forgetting about it because they made silly mistakes or they went too wild or whatever, we are going to do the true sequel to the original. I think the fact that you're making basically the same mistakes that some of the other sequels did about getting too much focused on the leather face gore aspect of it all rather than the grimy grossness of what makes Texas Chainsaw the reality of it. The whole movie starts with the the original again, like this has happened as a true event and each subsequent movie copies that. This one doesn't, but it has like a documentary at the start, like an unsolved crime. Like it's all about the reality of it all, trying to make it real. And... It doesn't. It just feels cartoonish. It sort of goes against that. It becomes at odds with that. I think it's kind of arrogant to say, forget all those films. Who cares about the Texas Chainsaw Six? That's so silly. And then your movie is just as silly. I I think there's a bit of arrogance to that. And you should be critiqued. You should be criticised for saying, hold on, if you thought yours was so special, what have you done that's special? Nothing. They've copied Halloween. That's what they've done. Because, folks, they bring Sally back. Sally, the sole survivor from the first movie in 1974. She's back. She's older and she's been waiting 50 years for this night. Who does that sound like? 
Laurie Strode but in I, David Gordon Green's Halloween. I have Sounds to exactly agree. Like I have it. to agree with you here. Like, come on, you haven't been waiting for this moment your whole life. No, you will met first. You will be in a she's mental a institution. Person. At the end of the movie, she's screaming and laughing side by side, covered in the blood of her friends. Yes. And we'll be in a mental institution. She's yes. not coming back from that. Or if she's not in the institution, she will be like, no, no, I'm never going out from my house. Like, I'm never traveling again. I'm like traveling to the other side of the world and staying there in Japan where yeah. this guy from Texas is never going to visit me. Whereas what this movie, this movie presents it as she's been looking for him for 50 years. And you're like, why? I get why maybe... Killed your again, friends or if whatever, I, if I, but... If I, again, I'm going to have to compare it to Jamie Lee Curtis Halloween because that is what it's ripping on. Yeah. In Halloween, Michael Myers comes into the suburbs. He comes into her house. He comes into the house she is babysitting. He attacks her, right? Mm-hmm. In Texas Chainsaw, the only reason they end up getting attacked by Leatherface is because they end up in his house. They end up on his patch. Yeah. Now... Not what he does is right, obviously. It's violent and it's aggressive and it is it is murder and torture. But the idea that she would be out there looking for him, it's like, what, what, what are you looking for? The last time this happened to you, you got yourself into bother. Would you really put yourself in that much danger, quote, again? And where are you going to go? Like, obviously he's moved. Where are you looking? It just... It, to me, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you looking for? You're looking for the last time where the most horrific thing happened to you. And so you're going to go and do it again. It doesn't make sense. Also, also yeah. tell me, like, when you see all the characters, the Joan characters, like, did you immediately thought this is going to be the person that is going to only, like, going to survive? I thought... It would be Elsie Fisher. Yeah, I told the same. I was like, she's the only one surviving this. Because she's the only one I know. Yeah, probably because it's a bigger one. However, as I've pointed out in to you, but not in this podcast episode, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise has a history of casting, maybe not big names at the time, but recognisable faces. Uh, Matt Bomber doesn't make it. Wow. Does Jessica Biel make it? Can't actually remember. Probably, it's a girl. Jordana Brewster, does she make it? She might. Who's Jordana Brewster? She's Fast and Furious. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. yes. Viggo Mortensen doesn't. Matthew McConaughey doesn't. Oh, wow. Rennie Zellweger does. Uh, Alexandra Daddario does, but only by becoming, like, the... the, She's Leatherface's half-sister or something, and she's like, she's going to take care of them. So she sort of becomes one of them. So, um, yeah, it's got a history of famous people in it, and mm. I just thought Elsie Fisher's going to survive. Like I thought that, and spoilers, that's okay. what happens. But um, Sally's back now. Another reason I don't get this is the original actress that played Sally. I'll get her is name. Did Marilyn Burns? She died in twenty fourteen. So, I, I just. It baffles me that you're like, we're bringing this iconic character back. And the person that played her, well, she's not going to play her because she's dead. And you could argue the same about killers, but killers are wearing a mask, so you get away with it. Yeah. Anyway, Sally's in this movie. It's not a bad performance by the name of the woman who plays her is Alwyn Fueri. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's not bad. I just 
I don't get why it's here. And because also, also, she... Spoilers. She dies. She dies almost that, immediately. That's the thing. Why you bring an iconic... Like, iconic character... Yeah. And then you kill it. Like, like I get that that's cool to kill, but they kill her... Or at least her, in a they, good way or something iconic. It's just, just dying in the garbage. Yeah, but... And almost like immediately. The she meets Leatherface and he just sticks a chainsaw in her. And he's like, yeah, that's exactly what I thought. To be fair, actually... That's silly, but I would turn around to Sally and say, You deserve it. That's what I thought would happen. The last time that this happened, all your friends died, so you decided to come back. You think you'd get lucky again? Like, you got lucky the last time, and you're going back. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, she rolls the dice, she gets split in half. Leatherface kills a few more people, as is wont to do. You jumped at one sequence where... A girl is trying to go downstairs and Leatherface is in another room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she climbs over the banister and then when she hits oh, under the stairs, yeah. he's immediately he's there. there. Oh, that's a you good... Jumped. Yeah, I jumped a couple of times and I covered my eyes in a couple of scenes. Um, yeah, oh. there's the bus massacre, which is the first massacre, I think, in the franchise. The first time that he's actively killed, like, 30 people all at once. Like, he just mows them down. And... How does it end? Oh, it ends with, obviously, Elsie Fisher, who's, like, super traumatised. She grows uh, a bit of confidence and pulls a gun on Leatherface and shoots him. Yeah. And they get away. But then, surprise, they didn't get away. Leatherface comes and kills the sister. He pulls the sister out of the car. Mm -hmm. And also, I just... This movie, man. They put the car on <laughs> autopilot because it's like a fucking Tesla or a something. Tesla, yeah, yeah. So nobody's driving. So Elsie Fisher can climb out of the sunroof and scream as the car drives away. Um, it's just, I think it's just a silly, it just looks silly to watch. <laughs> like the car's driving, but she's not driving it. I'm not going to argue about that. Yeah, it could be a little bit silly. I don't, I, I don't know. Do we have when, much else to say about you? You liked it more than me. Yes, I did. I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was, like, it has a couple of good jokes, like the unsolved, because we love those, well. Like the unsolved unsolved mystery. It's the opening scene of the movie. Yeah, I do, I did like that. I like all the, like, the kids recording, like, thinking, oh, okay, what's going on? And they're all recording live streaming this. And then people saying that that's so fake. Oh my God, it's so fake. Come on, guys. And I was like, you are like that. You are like, you think everything's fake. You think like, uh, ghosts don't exist. You think right, like, the say, cameras doesn't exist. There I is a difference. There is a difference the, between when, video the, footage go, of a ghost and video footage of someone being murdered. No, but exactly what they think. Exactly, oh, there is that difference. was your friend killing someone. Ha ha ha. Why are you, you're doing only this for the views. Or, like, it could be the same. Right. I I like the bus sequence. I do like the bus sequence. But I do think the whole uh, try anything or you're cancelled, bro. Like, to me, it's like, that's an old person trying to write teenagers. He's like, what What, what do they say now? They say, they say cancelled, don't they? Have them say something about cancelled. And it's like, they're not trying... The teenagers are not going to cancel Leatherface. They're going to realise when they're in danger. If a man is standing in front of you and he's like seven foot four and he's got a chainsaw and he's covered in blood, 
I'm not pulling my phone out. And I don't think a 17-year-old is either. I think, think you're running the fuck but they, away. But they think it's part of the ghost town and all that stuff. But it's not a ghost town. It is! No, but I mean, like, it's not... A, there's no haunted attractions. Well, like, it's no. just an empty town. But they are drinking and all that, so maybe they were drunk. And... So you're telling me, <sighs> if you were drunk Cal- and yes. Leatherface appeared in front of you, for real... In, in, in a party, with your party right now, and then someone opens the door... And it's letter for I will be like, what the fuck was this? Ha ha ha! I will laugh. Yes, I will laugh. You would be killed first in horror. Uh, of course not. It seems like I it. I will punch <laughs> you and they will kill you. <laughs> fuck off. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's the movie. I, I Gisela, will recommend to watch it. Super short. Super short. Like There's lots if of you blood if and... you watched the the movie while listening to this podcast episode. You are over halfway through the movie. Yes. Super short. It's super short. So I do like. I did like that. That is like. Yeah, like, I I don't disagree. Like I I like how short it is. So it's like let's go boom happen yeah. happen 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 kill blood blood more blood. So yeah. End. And that's fine. Like I don't expect too much of this movie, and I enjoyed it. Again, watching a Saturday night. With friends, order pizza and have a couple of drinks. Totally. Yeah, I I would agree it's that kind of movie. But you know what's not that kind of movie? What? The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay, do your monologue then. Okay, thank you. So, (laughs) I don't really have much else to say. I've already done my monologue. Yeah, just just watch it and let us know if you like it or no. If you're Tim Callum or Tim Pisella. This is not my least favourite in the franchise. I really, really hate some of these movies. This movie, I don't hate. I do not hate this movie. I think it's fine, but it just feels like you're just pinching stuff from other movies and saying it's the it's our original take on the the franchise and it's it's our you know true sequel. And I'm watching it going, you aren't doing anything. You're mm. you're literally just pinching off other people. If you want to make a knockoff cheap slasher you know that's silly and over the top if you want to do that fine but own up to it and just say it's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 9 just be as silly and ridiculous as that but the idea of trying to present it as like the true spiritual sequel it's nothing like the first movie nothing at all and so I just couldn't get on board with it that way so I'm saying 4 out of 10 for me I'm saying Seven out of ten. Seven? Oh my god, Calum! Yes, seven! I said seven, you didn't hear that. That's insane. You're insane. (laughs) So... Uh, So if you liked this argument between us, uh, please (laughs) review it. I don't know. (laughs) Give us a like on Twitter and Instagram and stuff. Tell your friends to listen. Here, do do you want to hear a married couple argue for 40 minutes? Just do hashtag Team Gisela and that's all you need to do. I'm not even going to try and beg for likes because I know you're on my side. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Thank you. Gracias por escucharnos. Hasta la próxima.